0: Hello. Hello, welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come, Follow Me. This is Series 2, Episode 98, and I'm your host, as always, Matthew Roberts. We are continuing our look at the General Conference of April 2020, uh, and all of the messages that I personally got from that, and I'd love to hear some of the key th- the things that you learned from this conference as well, either on the Facebook group at Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come, Follow Me, or uh, you can email LDS Study Session at gmail.com. I did say that I wasn't going to spend any time on the Saturday evening session, but it was just such a fabulous session. Uh, I'll just give a quick overview. Um, There was a lot of talks about the priesthood uh, and about its part in the restoration. And um, particularly Sister Bingham's and uh, President Oaks' talks were fantastic. And I'm sure many people will be referring to those talks for years to come (coughs) about the priesthood, its role in the restoration and also the priesthood and how it works within the the lives of Latter-day Saints, including men, women and children. There was also two youth speakers, which is unprecedented as well. And so and of course, (coughs) President Nelson uh, unveiled a new logo for the church as well as uh, announced a worldwide fast on Good Friday this week. So certainly a lot of things uh, to be looking out for and, 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 and anticipating from that session. So we're going to the Saturday morning session. And Ronald A. Rasband spoke about uh, the prophecies of the restoration, how we live in a time where it's been prophesied for centuries. And whilst, you know, we may not know exactly, you know, when the Savior will come, we must prepare for this is, um, prophecies are being um, fulfilled And he spoke very interestingly about groups of world leaders coming to Salt Lake City, Utah, and how that is a direct fulfillment of nations flowing to the mountains of the Lord in the last days. And yeah, it was just really eye-opening. It was a great talk. Um, Sister Bonnie H. Corden talked about light, the light of the restoration, and how light is something we need to seek for in our lives and share with others as well. This light that we've received from the restoration is glorious. We need to share it. And this uh, links very well with the talk that ended the um, Saturday, the Sunday afternoon session, which I'll mention later. And then Elder Jeffrey R. Holland and Elder David A. Bednar um, spoke. I mean, they are. Pro- we shouldn't have favourites. I know they are all fantastic speakers. I mean, Elder Rasmussen's talk was brilliant. Elder Anderson's talk was fantastic. So, you know, I don't have favourites. But Elder Holland and Elder Bednar, I do love their talks a lot. Um, Elder Holland's talk was all about hope, which. Seemed like it. Well, it was an inspiration with the times that we live in, with COVID nineteen and all. You know all the things that are going on. Um, he began it in an interesting way as well, linking it to the restoration and how the people at the time of the restoration will have had hope that they would receive the things that we've received today. And so, you know that that was a wonderful way of putting it because now in years to come we'll look back and be grateful for the things which we we've received through our hope. Um. Even though now they might be difficult, it was just a brilliant talk. How David A. Bednar spoke about temple blessings, about how the temple is part of the restoration of the gospel and a part of gathering of Israel. And um, I love how much he put in there. There was, I mean, I'll, now that I think back, there'll be so much to study and to draw from this talk that I didn't even manage to snapshot in what I wrote down. But um, he talked about how the temple is such. Uh, a vital part of preparing us for the second coming. And he said it took 150 years to build 18 temples since the start of the church. And this year alone, we're going to break ground on 18 temples, which is amazing. Um, We are so fortunate to live in the world today. Um, We are privileged to be living in today's world. The prophets have anticipated our time where prophets would scatter and literally dot the earth. Uh, And, you know, it was an exciting uh, time. It's an exciting time to be in. And then President Nelson takes the pulpit. Now, I noticed it was probably around 40 minutes, 45 minutes left when President Nelson was going to start speaking to us. So he knew that some, some big things were going to be said. First of all, he spoke powerfully about how today we live in the last dispensation. There are fires, floods, earthquakes, plagues, temptations and suffering across the world. Uh, and we are seeing the gathering of Israel happening today. Things are moving at a fast pace. Um He then moved on to the restoration and, um, you know, the spirit was so powerful. I was half expecting him to introduce the savior to us. Like, honestly, just the the spirit that I felt when he spoke was just awe-inspiring, even though he was many thousands of miles away. You know, you just felt that personal connection. Um, And he spoke about the restoration and about how um, we can hear him in the scriptures. We can hear him in the temple. We can hear him in many ways and listening to the prophets. And then he said, of course, that they wanted to uh, commemorate the first vision in some way. And they had discussed, you know, erecting a monument or something like that. But they decided in the end that they would do a a monument of words. And this led to the big reveal, which was a new proclamation to the world. Uh, Something, I know we had the living Christ in 2000, but um, that isn't... Um, considered to be a proclamation, it seems, um, because he stated that the last proclamation proclamation to the world was given in 1995 about the family. Um, although, I mean, the family, the living Christ, and now this restoration of the gospel proclamation are just three fantastic tools, missionary tools. If people want to know about what I believe, I will probably now turn to this restoration um, proclamation. It just outlines with such clarity and detail, but so succinctly, with great spirit the, the 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 story of the prophet joseph smith and the restoration of the gospel through jesus christ it's just fantastic uh i mean we've not studied i've not studied it properly yet and we'll probably do a study session focused on this uh, proclamation in the weeks to come um, but there was just so much and then the hosanna shout i mean it was a bit odd i'll say standing in our living room doing it um but the spirit that was felt was was undeniable and um and then the, the music just added to that. So, you know, just a very powerful uh, session, a conference, indeed unforgettable, uh, as we have prepared well for this. We then moved to the Sunday afternoon session, which, you know, after, after all that would seem to be very difficult to follow on from the Sunday morning session. President Alan H.O. has talked about very clearly and powerfully about God's eternal plan and how we move through this life and it's all part of this plan. Elder Quentin L. Cook spoke about revelation, both personal and to the church. His talk was fantastic. Uh, he, he spoke about how personal revelation is as important as prophetic revelation. Like Obviously, we've received this great prophetic revelation it, just in that last session of conference with the proclamation to the world about the restoration. And um, then Elder Cook, two talks later, says that personal revelation is just as important as these types of revelation, which, well, is true and it's fantastic for him to have pointed out. I also loved at one moment, he testified personally that some revelation comes from the Lord himself, which was just, again, so powerful. Um, His talk on revelation was fantastic. Um, Aldo Ricardo P. Jimenez spoke about faith in trials, and that was a great standard talk, That I think, that learning through through trials. He said that trials can be destructive if we do not have the faith, or they can be um, glorious if we have the faith to, to go through them. Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf gave a wonderful talk about come and belong. Elder Uchtdorf always speaks to everyone, not just members of the church, but to everyone that listens, whether they are less active, whether they are non-members, whether they are members or whatever. He always speaks to everyone. And I think it was fantastic uh, for him, uh, to speak. In, it, it is fantastic for him to speak in such a way. Um, yeah, it was just a great talk about reaching out. Uh, Elder L. Whitney Clayton talked about homes, and how the finest homes have the quality, have qualities of those that live there, that they make time to study the scriptures every day. They follow the br- the blueprints of the temple by obedience and cleanliness and keep and having it all as a house of order, and then homes are refuges from life. Um, you know that was a great talk as well. And then Elder D Todd Christopherson spoke about how to share this compel- a, a compelling message of the restoration. Uh, he, sh- he said that we had to have love, we had to have a, be an example, and we had to use the Book of Mormon uh, liberally. And I think that his and Elder Updor's talk were fantastic companions about reaching out and testifying to the world about this wonderful restoration that we have. We've talked a lot about the gathering of Israel beyond the veil because of the restoration, but those two talks really highlighted the need to gather Israel on the earth today as well. Uh, and it was just a wonderful uh, message. And then President Nelson comes back. He's got like 10 minutes left to speak. He saw, he says that everything that's heard been heard in this conference can be summarized by two words, hear him. And we need to go away and hear him ourselves. And then uh, he talks about the temple dedication prayer, which I need to go find and study because there was a fantastic section in there that he referred to when temples are closed, you can still draw down the powers of heaven, um, which... Which was prophetic by uh, I believe it was Wilfred Woodruff that gave that dedication prayer, uh, and then to finish it all off, he announces eight new temples. You know, just because we do we do that now, we we announce several temples every conference, and um, two temples, uh, one in Dubai, and uh, one in Shanghai, China. Obviously, uh, took the took the the limelight with those announcements, as well as two more temples in Africa as well. Um, there was just so much, um, poured upon us from on high as we, uh, enjoyed this conference. And, uh, honestly, as we say every time, I don't know how the next conference can get any better. Um, but, uh, it honestly was a spiritual feast and, uh, you know, we were, we were all, I think, buzzing, uh, after that experience. So hope, I look forward to when those conference talks come out on the app. Hopefully they come out sooner than a few days time. I just, it's, I'm waiting in, in anticipation now to set a study plan over the next six months to study all these talks. But yeah, they were fantastic. I hope you've enjoyed um, the conference yourself. As I say, please share on um, the what, the Facebook group, uh, the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session Facebook group, what your favorite talks were, what your favorite messages were. I'd love to hear uh, what your thoughts were. Um, thank you again for listening and until we meet again.